0: There was this opportunity to go on a private plane with my mentor, Bob Proctor, from Toronto to New York. Bob would draw one lucky winner to accompany him on the plane. But when the opportunity came up, I dismissed it as, it's not important, not something I needed to do. I mean, come on, who needs to go on a private plane? But then when I stayed with it, I thought, hmm, well yeah, okay, I don't need to, but I want to. So the first step was admitting that I wanted to win this opportunity. So I put my name in and waited. In a few months, the winner would be picked from a hat. Over the next few months, I would imagine what it would be like to fly on a private plane. And as I did this, and I would say, You know, really by week four, it became more and more real. I felt it in every cell of my body. So now the day comes. Bob is going to announce the winner. He pulls out the name and he says, Carmo. And I'm like, Carmo? Who the F is Carmo? Welcome to Possibilities with me, Hina Khan. I've been a coach and psychotherapist for well over a decade. And after working with hundreds of clients, here's what I've come to know. The only thing holding us back from a larger, more expansive life is our mindset. I'm going to help you break through your mental barriers and unlock infinite possibilities. Thank you for being here, my friend. And I also want to thank you for all the great conversations that we're having together in my Facebook group, Hina Success Circle. I just love connecting with you in real time. If you're not in there yet, no worries. Just go to the description of this episode and you'll find the link. When I heard Carmo's name being announced, I was shocked. It did not make sense. I didn't understand how this happened. I told Paul about it, my husband, and he said, how do you feel? And I told him I was confused. So the next morning, I start my day visualizing, but I hit a wall because for the last few months, I've been visualizing traveling in a private plane with Bob and my name being called. Now what do I do? Do I still visualize that experience? I had this thought text Bob and ask him. So that's what I do. I explain the whole thing. He texts me back and he says, yes, you keep visualizing what you want. The timeline might change, but your goal is your goal and remember the how is none of your business. And then a few minutes later, I get another text from Bob and he says, Hina, you do such good work. You are right here in Toronto where I am. The next trip, you're coming with me on the jet. He goes on to say, see, you created this. You did it. It showed up in a different way, but you did it. So how did I create this? Step one, I made the decision that I wanted it. Step two, I got into the feeling of it every day. I created the experience of my name being called and being on the jet in my body as real and happening now, so much so that I put it in the calendar. Step three, I moved on an impulse to text Bob. That impulse came from the goal. Step four, I was on the jet. Step three of texting Bob could not happen without steps one and two. That impulse came out of the previous steps. I really, really want to make sure you understand that. Because from the outside, it can look like, oh, wow, Hina's so lucky, as if it had just happened. But it happened in a process. There was a system to it. All right. Now, can I tell you about the chat? Okay, some of you guys may have been on jets before. I had not. So let me just share my experience. First of all, you don't need to get to the airport hours before. So normally, if I'm flying to the U.S. from Canada, I'm going to get there, you know, about two hours before. I was told, you know, come around 40 minutes before, half an hour before, and you're good. I seriously could not get my head around that, so much so that I still ended up arriving over an hour before the flight. when you arrive your bags are put on a trolley and you check in now checking in is just going up to a desk no lineup no taking off your shoes and then and then you're just shown here's where the coffee and the snacks are So now it's time to board the plane but before that can happen they have to check your passports. who checks your passports the pilot the pilot comes to you. God forbid you should be inconvenienced. The pilot comes to you, checks your passport, and introduces themselves. And then you walk to the plane. You walk to the plane and you settle in. Now, look, who's kidding who? I got you covered. I was like, what do they have on a private jet for snacks? So there was sort of like the kitchen, I guess, area before the cockpit. And I went in, and I'm not going to lie, I went through every drawer. Yeah, every single drawer. Even the snacks were high-end. And then I thought, I have a big bag. Because I brought a big bag, so I had my laptop in it, and I thought, I could fill it up. And I almost went to go get my bag. I'm not going to lie. But then I thought, no, that is coming from lack. And I will be on a jet again. So I will come from abundance. Maybe I just took a couple of things. So when we landed in L.A., now we're clearing customs. And even that is just so super easy. There's no long lineup, nobody ahead of us. When we clear that, honestly, within 10 minutes, there are cars waiting outside to take us to the hotel. I did not want it to end. Although this experience did not happen the way I thought it would, it still happened. And even better, because... That first flight was only to New York, which is like an hour away. LA is five hours away from Toronto. So you want to be intentional, clear, but not attached to the how. Because when we're attached to the outcome, we don't allow for ideas and inspirations to come to us. We actually push it further away. I've said this to my clients before, and I have to say, even I was impressed with with this when I said this to them. I said, be attached to the growth, not the outcome. Let me just say that again. Be attached to the growth, not the outcome. The jet was fun. It was really fun. But there was so much growth in being honest with myself for wanting something that I judged as not important, sticking with it and moving on inspiration. That experience took me not only to L.A., but a whole different level. Let me dive into the judgment piece a bit more. So there was a time when I would have dismissed the desire of being on a private jet because I judged people that had that life. And I would say, oh, they're just shallow, materialistic, and it wasn't important because money isn't important. And here is the irony. For me to have that belief, I was actually making money, very important. So I'm curious for you, honestly, because we all have some judgments, but if you didn't judge things, if you allowed everything to be possible for you, what do you want? What would be fun? Like, what do you truly, truly want? And one way that we can go deeper into that is with our gratitude practice. So let's do that now. Grab pen and paper or open up notes on your phone. But if you can't, no worries. Just close your eyes and take a breath. Inhale. And exhale. Okay. I want you to think about what you want, but then I want you to take it further. If you want a car... What's the next level of that car? If you want to go on a trip, what would it be like to fly first class? Or private? Maybe there's a dream house that you desire. What if you added an addition to that dream house or a pool and then invite me over? (laughs) You get the idea. What I'm asking you to do here is go further and further because when you do that, you're going to come up against your edges where you're going to feel like, but I don't really need that or no. Uh, I can just stop now and I want you to lean into that so that you can really push out your own mental boundaries about what you can have and what you can want. Now write them all down, and when you notice them, maybe online or you see your dream car go by, appreciate it. Be grateful that you are seeing what is possible for you. This happened when I went on a walk with my youngest. So we're out for a walk and he loves cars. And around the corner comes this beautiful car, top down, two fellas in there. And they had stopped. We had stopped. (laughs) We were admiring the car. And when they left, my son was like, oh my gosh, that was such a nice Lamborghini. And I said, oh, I thought it was a Porsche. And he rolled his eyes. He was like, no. A Porsche has a completely different symbol than a Lamborghini. And then he told me that that's the car that he wants when he grows up. And we just appreciated it, appreciated the beauty of that vehicle. And remember, you can always share with me what came up for you. And if you have pictures, I would love to see them. So put them in the Facebook group, Hit a Success Circle. And if you love this episode, can you do me a favor, rate it, write a review, because when you do that, it actually helps us to reach more people. Even share it with somebody that you think could use this information. (sighs) I really appreciate it. And you know what? I really appreciate you. Really, I love you. Thank you so much for showing up today. And I will meet you here next time on Possibilities. This episode was produced by Stephanie Phillips, presented by the Frequency Podcast Network.